Hey guys, welcome to the Makeup Mentor Podcast. My name is Anita. I am your money mindset coach and makeup mentor. This is a podcast where we talk little about makeup and we actually talk all about the business side about being a freelance makeup artist. The beauty industry is a $500 billion industry and we're tapping into it simply just by believing that we can. So if you have the limiting belief that we can't make money in this industry, mm, this podcast is for you. I'm not only gonna tell you all the things that I've learned the hard way, but I'm also gonna be bringing on the experts in the beauty industry to go over their tips, tricks, strategies, and stories so that you can take your business to the next level. Now, without further ado, let's get right to it. Hi friends, welcome back to the Makeup Mentor Podcast. So I am super excited for you guys to tune in today's episode because you get to hear a testimony that is going to blow your mind. But before we get into our guest and this amazing, beautiful soul, I really just want to make some quick announcements again of some things that are happening with the Makeup Mentor Podcast. First things first, we are rebranding, which most of you already know, but I'm going to keep repeating it over and over and over again until everybody knows. So again, we're no longer going to be the Makeup Mentor Podcast. We're opening up the horizons and teaching everybody about money mindset and sharing all different types of stories with our audience about manifesting money and being abundant. So the reason why I want to clarify this is because I had somebody ask about my 31 Days of Abundance program on my Instagram and she asked, is this only for people who have businesses or are entrepreneurs or in the online course space? And the answer is no, and neither is this podcast, guys. So I really want to make this super, super clear is that when I say teaching everybody, I really mean that every person in the world needs to be conscious of how your thoughts create your reality and your relationship with money is how it shows up for you. So when she asked if this was specifically for entrepreneurs, no, but I do attract a lot of business owners because one, I get so fired up when I get to work with business owners. And then also because... I have a lot of amazing testimonies from people's businesses blowing up after they do the money mindset work, right? Building that relationship with money. I can sit here all day long and tell you, hey, this is how you grow your social media. This is how you get people on TikTok. This is how you promote X, Y, and Z. But I'm telling you, if you are not in alignment, the money will not flow. Which leads me to the introduction of one of my uh, favorite guests ever, who is not only in the last round of the Makeup Mentor Mastermind, guys, this is a six-week program where I walk everybody through manifesting money in their makeup business. The first week, we got super clear on our goals, not only monetary, but also just our goals in general, guys, because what are you actually working for? The second week, we dove really, really deep into our money mindset. Third week, we talked all things business, um, getting your LLC, getting your business bank account set up like a CEO. And the fourth week, we talked all about affiliate marketing, which we're going to be diving really deep into this podcast episode. Sixth week, our fifth week, we talked all things booking and scheduling and automating everything to work for you so that you can actually make money in your sleep. And the last part of this program that we talked about was all things marketing, social media, but really, really acting out of alignment, guys. Again, I can give you all the Instagram uh, posts that you should be doing on a consistent basis. But again, if you're not in alignment with Instagram and you try to post there every single day, then it's not going to flow, right? It's just going to be out of alignment. So 
a lot of the preaching is just giving you the strategy structure for setting up your business as the highest version of yourself and preparing yourself as if all the money's going to flow in because I'm telling you that's the reason why it's not if you were in this place that is stagnant. And then just tuning into your body, tuning into yourself. You can sit here all day long and say, oh, Anita, what should I do? What should I do? I can't give you the answer and no, and nobody else can. Okay. Stop asking for validation from so many other people and tune in to yourself. Your body is giving you the answers. Okay. So done with that little rant and going back to my amazing guest is Kay. She's a makeup artist based out of Miami, Florida. So if you're a makeup artist and you tune into the podcast, Make sure that you follow her on social media and not only thank her for sharing her story, getting on here, investing her time and her energy, but also just reach out and connect. That's something that we also talk about on this podcast episode is connecting with other people, other makeup artists or other people who are in your niche and breaking down that wall of competition and collaborating over being competitive, okay? I don't know why I said that like that, but without further ado, let's get right into this episode. Hi friends, welcome back to the Makeup Mental Podcast. I am super happy and grateful and excited for you guys to meet my guest today. She has been not only a longtime listener, a part of the team, a part of the family, a part of the, the mastermind, which you're going to be talking about. And my first uh, question for you, Kay, is how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Super excited to be here, you know. I know. Oh. Isn't it so weird, like uh, being on the podcast instead of listening to it? Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely a change to be on the other side of the microphone now. Wait, wait what's the first episode that you listened to? Like, did, did you start from day one or did you? I started on day one. I found you on Anchor, like <gasps> on, on Spotify, which they, I know they distribute, but I found you on Anchor. Oh my gosh, that is so weird. I had no idea. This is like so funny. I'm going to be picking your brain about all these little questions since <laughs> we never actually got to talk about them. Okay, so let's do a little rapid fire though before we get into it. Actually, the first question I want to do for a rapid fire is where are you currently located? What area? I am in Miami, Florida now. I'm based out of Miami. What? Okay, wait, because last time I talked to you, you were not in Miami, right? Oh, well, South Florida. No one knows where I really live. Coconut Creek is like a, a, a teeny small town in South Florida, but uh, I say I'm I'm local to Miami. Okay, okay, because uh, there's going to be someone on here who's in like teeny whatever where you just said, and they're going to be like, I know what she's talking about. <laughs> that's like me with Grand, like Grand Island, Nebraska. People are going to be like, oh, I don't know where that's at. And there's that one person who always knows. Okay, so my uh, second question for you is how old were you when you first started doing makeup? Oh, man, I was probably super young, like six or seven, because I've always been in the performance world. So I was a cheerleader my whole life growing up. I was a dancer my whole life growing up and both competitively. So for competitions and stuff, you always have your makeup done. You always have your hair done. So I've been into makeup for since I was a little kid. Oh my gosh. Okay. Kind of leads to the next question. How did you learn? So obviously you started way back when, but how did you learn? Uh, I actually went to a makeup school. I went to a whole program that led all through special effects and production. 
So that's, Mm -hmm. I thought I knew what I was doing until I went to school. And I remember the first day my teacher was like, wrong. Everybody's wrong. Start from, like, start fresh. This is how we're doing this. Oh my gosh. That's like the most intimidating thing after they let you do everything first too. I'm like, oh, it just makes me cringe looking back at it. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Wait, where was that school? Was that in Florida? Yeah, so that was in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. It's called Cosmic School of Makeup Artistry, and it was a really awesome program. I was there for two years. Oh, wow. So the, the school was that long, or was it? So I, I took two years to do it. I think it's a full year to finish their program. Unfortunately, I lost my dad right in the middle of the program, so I took some time off before I went back to finish. Mm, I'm sorry, love. We're going to come back to that. And I wanted to share more of your, like, your deep, deep story. But question for now is, what is your favorite foundation, especially for the, the niche that you're in? Okay. So for professional use, not personal. Yeah. Professional, I'd have to say either Krylon or Cinema Secrets are my two mm. favorites foundations they have a great range of color it's a skin-like finish so it's not dewy it's not matte but you can kind of play with the finishes you can add whatever you need to it and that's definitely my the two I reach for the most on my kit are they like a palette right yes both okay. of them are. yeah I, I know the cinema secret one I haven't seen the other one but I like the palette one for like film and set stuff too because you just, I don't know. It really intimidates me and scares me when you do makeup on people who are under all kinds of different lighting. Yeah, absolutely. Lighting's so important to learn for set work because you do see everything, everything. Mm. Okay, last rapid fire question. Who is a makeup artist that you look up to? Oh, Wow. I'd have to say Marietta Carter Narcisse. She is a mentor of mine, actually. Oh, she was one of my instructors. and Definitely someone I want to be like when I grow up. Or Erin Kruger McCash. She's just so freaking cool. Uh, I'm sure you've seen American Horror Story or Ratchet or any of the other millions of films she's been nominated for Emmys and Oscars for, but she's such a badass. Oh! Cool. Spotty, you got it, girl. Okay, cool. So I want to get into your story because I know that there's so many things that we're celebrating and I've been raving about you to everybody and just bragging for you because that's the type of person that I am and I get so excited for you. Okay, so let's back up a little bit though. You said that you went to the makeup school but and then you liked makeup when you're young, but first things first, I know you're a hustler. So where did you start and was makeup the plan? Makeup was not the plan. I knew in some capacity I wanted to work in the entertainment world. I just didn't know what. I was like, well, I'm not great with a camera and I'm not great on camera. So what what else can I do? Plan was definitely to go to college. That's what my parents wanted. And maybe about a year and a half into college, I was like, this is not it for me. I really cannot sit in this class anymore. And I looked into makeup schools. I toured schools all over the country from New York to LA. I literally coast to coast. I went to all these schools and I found Cosmics and I was on the what if train, like maybe I can do this. Maybe I can really make this a career until I found the show Face Off. 
I don't know if you've ever seen yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it's on Netflix, right? Competitive show, yeah. And then I was like, okay, yeah, no, this. I can do makeup in movies and I can create all this stuff. Like, that's what I want to do. And that's when Cosmics really kind of made sense for me. So I did that, but I've always, like you said, I've always been a hustler. I've had two jobs since I was 16, like always waited tables. I've worked as a recruiter. I've worked in law firms. I've worked with IT people. Like I've always, always carried multiple jobs because that's what I thought I had to do. Oh yeah. So when you say you thought it was how you went to, or what you had to do, did your parents do the same? Yes. So my dad definitely carried two jobs pretty much my whole life. And my mother did work. She was more like part-time. She kind of raised me and my brother and she's done odd jobs in between, but my dad was definitely the breadwinner at home. And I definitely saw how hard he worked and it paid off. I mean, he got everything he ever wanted. (laughs) Yeah. I wanted to point that out in the story, which we'll come back to because it's like, we've like, I'm the same way. And that's why we attracted light to each other. And also I want to point out that you're like, thankfully OCD though. <laughs> I'm not, I'm trying to actually diagnose myself with it and trying to trick my brain. that. <laughs> but, you know, I wanted to point that out in the, in the story, because that's where we learn these beliefs from guys is from what is not only said, you know, that the beliefs and the things that, that our parents say, or people who race us say, but it's also the actions. And so um, I want to point this out in the beginning because we're going to get down to the cycles that were broken in your story and why everything started to manifest. So, okay, so let's fast forward. I know you started your business, obviously, as a makeup artist that went after you graduated school, right? Yes. So I graduated. I didn't really know. Everybody says like makeup artists start in retail. So I did start in retail. I did some bridal. I did some fashion. I kind of did a little bit of everything before I was like, okay, now I have enough experience. It's time to get into film. Hmm. But I still work retail till this day. Cause you know, I, I can't have just one job, but yeah, <laughs> I freelance for, for, uh, Charlotte Tilbury. Oh, see. Oh, I love their products. This is so funny. Okay. So Let's see, you started your business, but what was that process like for you? What was it like going from, let's say you went to retail to start your business to going to film or how did that work? So I was lucky enough to have gone to a school that did have like a production program that was how to do makeup for production and how to kind of get in. I read a lot of books And I was always very vocal about what I wanted to do. Like anybody who Mm -hmm. met me was like, I was like, hi, my name is Kay and I'm a makeup artist and I want to work in film. And someday I want to win an award. To everybody, literally everybody I ever met knows that about me. I think my first, like building my business started because in school, they kind of give you the steps of like, go form an LLC, go reach out to this many people a day. And eventually I had an instructor who took a chance on me and took me on my first film set, said I was wonderful. And I moved to Colorado shortly after. And I just, I found makeup artists that were doing what I wanted to do. And I was like, hi, this is my resume. This is my experience. Here's my education. I will wash your brushes and run you coffee every day. Like I just want to be part of it. And she took shot on me and I assisted her for 
a year and a half. And in that first year, I think we did seven movies. Like it was crazy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's talk about assisting a little bit because like for our makeup artists that are listening right now and maybe not like, let's say they're just getting in the industry in general, like either film or bridal or, you know, celebrity. So when you were assisting, was it, was it paid or was it like internship or how did that work? So it was a combination of both. There were some jobs where I was paid. There were some jobs where I was paid very little. And there were jobs where I was getting a regular paycheck. I will say, this is also why I had a a second, I've always had a second job. I would wait tables in between so that I knew I could make quick money when I was not on a film set. So it was a combination of all of them. I think the first couple of jobs I did with her, like the first movie I did with her, I was making like a hundred dollars a day. It wasn't anything crazy, but I was getting paid and I was happy to be there. Mm-hmm. <gasps> See? Yeah. I mean, that just helps build a belief in other people because one, when I think of assisting, I automatically think that it's free. That's always been my mentality until, until you told me about that. And I'm like, oh, I guess I've never one asked to be paid as, as an assistant. And then also the... I guess I've just never really seen anybody do it. So I wanted to point that out in your story because there's a lot of people on here who are like, um, how do I even do that? How do I even like ask someone, what do I say? What don't I say? Not that there's like a super to a T like set formula for anything that you guys need to do. Like everything, (laughs) a lot of times we overthink it, but I did want to point that out. So if someone's again, is wanting to assist, let's say, I don't know, like how you said when you're moving to, when you move to a new place. Mm -hmm. how yeah how did you go about that the first thing I would do is uh this was a book that was given to me it's called assisting rules by Deshaun Hatcher I would absolutely get that book doesn't matter what industry you're in and I still assist till this day I still assist artists and sometimes I assist my assistants so there's like I feel like you're never too experienced to stop assisting because you can always learn from someone whether that's a technique or the way they do things or the way they talk to people or the way they present themselves, there's always something to pick up on. And sometimes maybe that's what not to do. But yeah, I just reached out. I think networking is huge in our industry. And I, I literally tell everyone, network with other makeup artists, network with other makeup artists. There's this like competition mindset, but 90% of my work comes from other makeup artists. It is community. So just literally putting yourself out there, networking on social media, it's easier than it's ever been. And contacting the people who inspire you and saying, hey, I want to do what you do. How do, I, how do I get there? Even if that means, like I did, just washing your brushes and running you coffee. And I think that'll kind of determine your experience and what you're doing as an assistant will determine whether it's paid or unpaid, but there's nothing wrong with asking. If someone says, no, it's not the end of the world, then you determine if that's right for you or not. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love it. What are some of the things that you learned while assisting? I learned a lot. I definitely learned a lot about the business aspect of things. Um, One thing they don't teach in school uh, that I learned on the job was how to keep continuity because on film sets, a lot of time we don't shoot in order. So we might be shooting, you know, 45 minutes into the film 
on the very first day. And then you have to match everything up to look like that. So if someone got hit in the face and they have a bruise and in the film, it's day 27. Well, now everything has to match that before and after. Mm -hmm. So keeping continuity, I learned a lot on set, how people talk to each other on set, everybody's kind of titles and positions. There's like walkie talk. There's specific ways to say things that I learned on set as well. I learned a lot about lighting, mm. assisting, a lot about lighting and just the relationship between the makeup artist or the makeup department and the assistant director and the director and the actors. You know, a lot of times we think like, oh, that's so glamorous or that's so cool. You get to work with this actor and that actor. But there is a a right way and a wrong way to set up that that relationship on set. And I think that was a really important lesson for me. Mm. Ooh. Okay, let's dive into some of the crazy fun stuff. I know that you've been into in um, some Tyler Perry. I, it's possible mm-hmm. that I have some Tyler Perry stuff coming up that's under an NDA. So I can't say. Oh, too okay. But, sorry. Um, I have, that's okay. I have been doing this for five years now. I've done a lot of Hallmark. Um, And I know a lot of makeup artists get started in Hallmark. That's really cool. I've done a lot of independent film, which, uh, believe it or not, sometimes treat me better than some SAG or union films. I've done, geez, commercials. I've worked with Adidas and Nike. I've worked with different hospitals, local businesses, beer companies. I've done, I've done a lot of stuff. It's made me all very tired. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, at least you're dipping your toes in everything and you're, you're seeing what you like and what you don't like. I hear yeah. this thing from Jay Shetty that talks about, um, well, he says if it, when you go out to eat that you look at the menu and you get, you know, Obviously, one thing at a time, you're going to order everything at once, but you'll see the things that you like, and then you'll leave the things, or you're going to keep ordering the ones that you you want, opposed to the things that you didn't like. So trying it all, and then zoning in on the things that you like. So, which is kind of what we're going to talk about more of, like, when it comes to business, too. And I think that's really important, because, you know, money flows the most when you're in alignment, what feels good, and what's fun, and what's keeping you energized. Hi friends, I just wanted to pop on here with a quick little reminder that if you are listening to this before August 10th, you are listening to this for a reason. We are actually hosting another free three-day manifesting money workshop, and this one is actually specifically for manifesting money in your business. So if you have a business, you're starting a business, or it's still an idea, but it is manifesting, this workshop is for you. One of the things that I preach to my clients the most is that manifestation comes when you're a balance of both masculine and feminine energy. Okay, you can't just sit there and wish for all the clients to come, and they will. At the same time, if you have all the strategy, the structure, you're posting on social media every single day, and it still isn't working, It's simply because you're out of alignment and I'm going to be showing you the step-by-step process that I do to manifest money in my business as well as giving you guys all of my tips, tricks, and strategies. So super excited to see you guys on this free three-day manifesting money workshop for your business and make sure that you stop right now, go to the show notes, sign up for the free link, and we will see you then. So 
we talked about it in the intro, but you were in the first round or third round. Was it third round? I think it was third round of the Makeup Mentor Mastermind. So I'm kind of curious, like, where were you before the program? And what are some like huge takeaways that you not only learned, but applied? Because there's obviously a lot of information, but it's like kind of seeing what things resonated at the time. Yeah, oh, I've learned so much. Uh, when I started the Makeup Mastermind, I was working a spa job, like a front desk job, and I was virtually assisting and I was selling t-shirts on Etsy. And I, again, three jobs, you know, I wasn't doing anything that was really in like my zone of genius, which would be like makeup. But joining the mastermind really, one thing being around the community and being in that space always puts things in, in like motion for me. Um, I've noticed that anytime I'm doing a class or a course, whether that be like a one day thing or like your program, which was, I think six weeks, mm -hmm. anytime I'm doing something like that, it just seems to attract makeup work and it just kind of mm -hmm. comes out of the blue. So I learned very quickly that consistency is going to be key and whatever I'm doing is what more of will come. Like I was selling t-shirts. I didn't want to sell t-shirts because I was always doing them. Mm -hmm. I was getting more t-shirt sales. So when I started doing more makeup, I was seeing that. And that's something you talk about, like what you persist exists is I think what you said. Or what, um, yeah, what you persist, uh, what you resist persist. Yes. What you resist persist. So that was something I picked up on the limiting beliefs. That is, that was such a big part of like my aha moment in that course and being like, wait, why, why do I keep, you know, asking myself why over and over and over again until I got through that breakthrough that was like, this is not even my belief. This is something that was said to me. And now I have to change that and going about that work and really changing the way I speak to myself and the way I present myself and presenting myself and speaking to myself in a way that says, no, I, I'm not a makeup artist. Like I'm a makeup artist in film. Hmm. I don't just do all, I mean, I can do all of it, but when you zone in and you niche down, then you'll get more of work and clients that are in alignment with you. Hmm. And a lot of the business stuff too, like you really pushed me to get a business bank account and <laughs> please everybody get a business bank account. That's all I ask. <laughs> so that and setting myself up to make some money uh, while I'm not physically working, which to me, I couldn't even believe you were giving that information out when you said it, it seemed so like, well, duh. Of course, you don't have to trade all your time for money. But I was like, well, she's really telling everybody about this. Like, everybody needs to hop on this right now. Why Why aren't more people listening? Right? That's like the thing. I'm like, oh, I wish I could just tell everybody this, but not everybody's ready, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Divine timing. Let, wait, let's talk about the business bank account, right? So did you go in to set it up? I did. I did go in. I set it up. I got some benefits to having a business bank account. One thing that's important for what I do is being able to travel. So setting up a business credit card that gives mm -hmm. me 
rewards for me to be able to travel with. That was when I did that, it was all like, what, why haven't I been doing this for years? You know, it's something so insignificant, but the moment I did it, it like my whole paradigm shifted and just more out of the state jobs started coming my way and more people were offering to fly me out. And I was like, well, I guess if I wanted that, then I should have thought thought about this one step, you know, finding something that's going to give me flight rewards years ago. And now it makes sense, but working smarter, not harder, make that money work for you. Absolutely. absolutely. I just, I wanted to point that part out because so many people have one subconscious beliefs about getting their business registered as an LLC, which is really like, I want to point that out. That process was so simple. It was kind of silly that I had waited so long. And I was like, oh, I can literally do this on my phone in 10 minutes. What? Yeah. I, I like telling that story, part of the story because like one, when I did it, I didn't know they could do it online. I literally went to the courthouse wearing heels and I went all the way to like back and forth like five times because I didn't know where to go. And it was so funny because my heels are like, and they're like, Clack, clack, clack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were like, they were like echoing down. And it was so embarrassing. And then when I finally got it registered, uh, they're like, you know, you can just put this online. And I said, I'm going to make a point in my life to make sure that every person in the world knows that they can do this online. Yeah. It's so, funny. so, yeah. Yeah. A lot of people have a lot of fear, stress, and anxiety around. I think it's just like, like it's this belief about the taxes that they're different too. Like, you know, with which there's not a huge difference. There's not, there's like, actually you're just getting less, you're getting less, is liability the right word I want to use? No. Yes. Yeah. So an LLC just means exactly that, that you are only liable for a limited amount of, of things. Yeah. So if you guys are listening to this right now, the difference between a sole prop, and, like a sole prop is you, like, let's say you just went out one day and you started doing makeup. So that is a sole prop, right? You're operating, you're not necessarily registered with the state, you know, depending on where you're at, you don't necessarily have to do that. And then an LLC is when you are registered with the state. And the reason why we preach about this is because then you can get your business bank account which yes, it's like it has the perks and everything that we just talked about. But I'm telling you, when you have a whole identity shift, when you open up a business bank account, I'm like, what are we waiting for? Everybody go do it. It's so huge. I can't even explain like how bad of a badass of a bitch you feel. Yeah, absolutely. I did. I was like, oh, I am legit now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny because like everybody asks you these questions like, are you going to make any deposits over um, 250000 Maybe next year. <laughs> and just like little things like that. And now see what happens. You know what I mean? Like it's just truly an identity shift. And I always tell people, set your business up in a way as if it were to blow up overnight that you would be okay, that you would be set in stone, right? Because a lot of people want more money. They want more jobs and they want all these things, but they're not like set up. And it's like, that's why you're not being trusted with a large amount of money. Okay. So <laughs> absolutely. And I think I thought there was a lot more into like opening an LLC and a business bank account than there really was. I thought I was like, I don't have all the paperwork. I don't have this. Maybe I need to be licensed. Maybe I need this. I didn't need any of that. They didn't ask me any questions. They were just literally like, can I have an ID and your 
your tax ID number. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right, let's talk about affiliate marketing because uh, I know you're so giddy about. <laughs> what, what, okay, which what affiliates do you have, and which ones do you pride and or use the most? I guess. So I'm affiliate with the Makeup Mentor Podcast. I'm also an affiliate with Camera Ready Cosmetics, Skin Iceland, which is a skincare brand that I use a lot of, and uh, Amazon. I'm an Amazon affiliate as well. Yeah. And I'm affiliate marketing, so I can talk about this all day. I know, right? Let's talk about it. What's like one of the things that you, I mean, I remember you sent me that that one day where you said you dropped like X amount of like comments in like some thread where somebody was asking about something. What was that? So I learned about affiliate marketing through your, uh, through the makeup mentor mastermind program actually. And that was the one where I was like, why isn't everybody listening to this? Like, why isn't everybody doing this? But I am part of a lot of professional makeup artist communities, mm-hmm. which newer artists join and they ask questions and you have more seasoned artists answer them which is amazing because we've been able to network like you know I I didn't grow up on computers I'm aging myself a little bit but computers came a little later on in my lifetime and you know it wasn't possible like that you had to like pull out a phone book and find someone's phone number and they had to be home to answer that phone (laughs) if you had a question oh my gosh (laughs) so with affiliate marketing in one of these groups someone asked a question And I was talking about a product that you can literally put in your airbrush gun and create an airbrush foundation with any silicone-based foundation. It doesn't have to be specific for airbrush. You can literally take a drugstore foundation, mix it with this product and create an airbrush liquid. And the comment blew up literally overnight. Like within actually a couple of hours, I was seeing everybody like, what is this product? What is this product? So I dropped an affiliate link, you know, just to, we'll see, well, here's the product. I'm recommending it. It's a product I use. And that was my, the first time I used an affiliate link and I'm, I had like 200 people purchase the product or something. Oh my God. I literally made one comment. And then for weeks I was seeing people purchase this product because, you know, on Facebook, when, a lot of people are engaging on something. It stays at the top of the group. Mm-hmm. And it, it just kept, it's still till this day, I get a ping on my phone. Like, Someone bought 244. I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> wow. See, this is what I like to talk about, guys. Because one, it's like, it's like one setting up your business where it is smarter, not harder, right? I truly believe if I'm talking about it, if I'm ranting about it, if I'm on, on a live podcast interview wearing this product, you know, I'm going to promote it. Or I'm, I'm going. I'm going to refer it, and so this is something that I had to learn the hard way. And this is why I preach everybody in the program to not only obviously set up your business in the way, but also to remember the things that you're partnering with because you're already in alignment with it. And a lot of times, I used to be well. I used to be part of a network marketing, which is, I truly love it. I have a whole podcast episode that's talking about it. But the only thing that was out of alignment with me is that I didn't get to choose the products that I was talking about, and so. Then I learned about affiliate marketing. I'm like, holy crap. I made another podcast episode about that, which I will also drop. It's called The Billion Dollar Business Structure. And pretty much just partnering with things that you're already talking about, guys. It's a new day and age. And I'm telling you, I've called Sephora and I've asked them about this stuff. And they're like, the the girl on the phone was literally like, wow, that's a really good idea. And I 
was like, what? This is so funny. I'm like, this is crazy. And so my biggest thing is just, you know, preparing your business in that way and um, breaking down that belief, right? Because you, you're like me, you know, we've worked so hard for money and it doesn't matter if it is a, you know, $20 referral or a $200, a $1,000 referral or a $2 commission. You know, you're breaking that belief of what is possible for you every single time that you make money working for you and what you focus on more or focus on, you create more of. And so what I would do is be like, oh my God, I get so giddy about these little sales because it's not about the money. It's about the type of money. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so fun. And so it's just amplified, you know, in different opportunities. And now I get affiliates that are over. My last affiliate was $2,000. That's amazing. That's That's incredible. So we start there, guys. We start there. It's so fun for me. This is like a little game, just helping people with all this stuff. Okay. And it just makes so much sense for makeup artists, you know, like we're consistently using products that we obviously love. You're not going to use a product on a client that you don't like. And then your clients are going to ask anyways, like, oh, I love this lip color. Drop an affiliate link, text them an affiliate link. Yeah. And you're going to be, you guys notice this, notice, like pay attention to this the next time that you do somebody's makeup and notice how many times they ask what you're using and how do you, and where you got it from. Just be conscious of that because I'm telling you, your life, your little light bulbs are going to click on. Okay. So my next question for you is, so we talked about affiliate marketing. We talked about getting the business registered. I want to talk more about the woo side. I'm all about the masculine energy, but let's talk about the feminine energy. So um, a huge part of the process is releasing, releasing people, places and things that are no longer serving you. So what are the things that you specifically realized that you needed to release in order to move forward? So I definitely had to release, um, number one, the belief that being a freelance makeup artist isn't consistent. That was something, you know, I had an experience when I first moved to Colorado and I first started assisting. I was like, I'm going to quit my job and become a, a makeup artist. And I did that. And it didn't work out well for me because I didn't have a plan. And I'm very A-type. So that just didn't work out well for me. And I also didn't know that we had off-seasons. So I didn't plan for that. Once off-season came around, there was no work. I was like, um, what now what? So I think I held on to that experience so much that I was just like, well, I will always have to have another source of income. There will always have to be another way to make money because I can't rely on makeup alone. So that breaking through that belief really took a lot. And, you know, as artists, as creatives, we get told a lot, like starving artists, right? We use that as a joke. Like you say, oh girl, I don't have money to go out. I'm a starving artist. Like, no, 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 no. The way you talk to yourself are the experiences you have. So things like that, the belief was definitely the hardest thing. And then finally releasing the jobs that, that weren't, that were taking time that I could use to go be doing makeup. If I was never available to do makeup because I was working three other jobs, then how would makeup clients come to me? You know, I just, I needed to make space. I needed to leave that job and say like, no more. I need to make the time, even if it was just for weddings, you know, like if I'm working every weekend, how am I going to do weddings? Mm -hmm. 
so releasing the job and releasing that belief um, really, really took a lot. It took some time. Wow. Yes. Okay. What like? Can we talk about like the physical feelings of going through this process though? Because I know it's it's heavy, and I don't want to skip over this part because a lot of times people think it's all just be positive and everything will work out. It's not about that though. No, it's definitely, definitely about how you talk to yourself for sure. But also it is knowing that every time I went to go work at the spa, I was exhausted. Like it didn't matter if I had eight hours of sleep. The moment I walked in there, I was just drained and I was, I didn't feel like myself. I wasn't in my happy place. You know, there could be music on, but I wasn't like bobbing along to the music. I could just feel that the energy was off for me. And when I was doing makeup or even when I was just home, I would be in such a better mood. But the moment I knew I had to go into work, I'd be like, I don't want to go to work today. And that that's an awful feeling. So eventually I was just like, you know what? I don't want to go back to that place. Like, I don't want to be in a place that doesn't make me feel good about myself. And it wasn't, you know, my clients were great. My manager was great. It wasn't anything like that. It was just... I was not in alignment. I, that was just not for me at all. <sighs> Yay. Your body will give you guys the answer. I always tell people all this time, all this all the time is that we're, we're always asking for validation from other people. Or even when people work with me one-on-one, they're like, what should I do? And I'm like, I don't know. What, what should you do? Right? Because nobody can actually give you the answer. And I think the more that we can tune into your, um, our bodies and our minds, because your, your thoughts are on a consistent cycle. You're on, honestly always thinking something. And so if you're feeling a low frequency, your body's feeling this low frequency, guys, it's because you're thinking something or you're telling yourself that you cannot do something. Sometimes it's, I can't leave this job or I can't um, not go into work because then I won't make enough money. I can't, you know, pursue my career doing makeup and it physically brings your vibration down. So again, it's not about jumping up and down all the time. It's about releasing the thoughts and the actions and things that you're telling yourself that you can't do because you can. And then you not only attract money through, you know, your services, but random affiliate links, random checks, all deposits, all that stuff starts to happen. So my, I guess I don't even know what question that we're on now. So you released some things and you're in the icky process, <laughs> but let's talk about after you release it. Cause so much blew up and I want to just kind of go the step-by-step, like what happened directly after you released it? How are you feeling? What happened? And then after, after. Oh man. So I want to say that the first feeling I had directly after I was just like, no, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. was like a weight off my, my chest. Like everything just, I was like, oh, the world is green again. Like it feels like a storm has passed and now the air is lighter. Definitely. And I was like, okay, well now I got to figure something out and I got to find another way to make money doing makeup or how am I going to promote myself? How am I going to be more visible for my client? So immediately, I want to say like, not even before my last day, I got a call for a job that was 20 days long. And 
I was like, oh, okay, well, there's some consistent, like consistency. That's a whole month full of work. And then I had like a commercial and then I had a personal client and then I had a wedding and it was literally like back-to-back jobs happened immediately after I released it. It was like the universe was like, oh, great. Thanks for making time. Here's all the work you wanted. Here's everything that you've been manifesting for the past year and we can now give it to you because you have space for it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm very grateful that it all happened that way. And it was just, you know, I think I made one post on Instagram that I was just like, Hi, I'm available for work and available to assist. And it was like, everyone happened to see that I'm not very consistent on my social media and I'm working on that, but everybody happened to see that one post and everybody reached out to me. It was insane, insane. Mm, I want to point that out in the process too, because that's something else we talk about. It's like, you know, we, we have this subconscious belief that we need to show up on every single platform every single day or else, you know, we're not going to get clients and like, look what happened then once the divine timing when you showed up. And then two, that's that masculine energy of like, okay, I know what I want. Now I'm going to, you know, do my part, put it out there physically. And then boom, it comes to that perfect manifestation. And I just, I love this part of your story because I'm like, ah, I wish people just knew how much this happens to everybody. When You've been telling me to leave for so long, but every time you'd be like, you need to tell them now, like, you just need to go do your thing my manager would be like, oh, but I could really need you or like, I really need you. And I would feel bad and be like, oh, okay, I'll do one more week. I'll do one more week. And immediately after I released it, not only did I feel better and that guilt wasn't like holding me anymore. It's like I said, all all the work came at once. And Mm -hmm. it's pretty incredible. (laughs) And I'm very grateful. Oh, see, that's, that's also what I wanted to talk about. Okay. So Case helped me out with some of the backend stuff with the Makeup Mentor Mastermind. And you have been an absolute blessing. Like I'm telling you, your OCD skills have like, what made me want to be OCD. And she introduced me to Notion, guys. When you guys continue to listen to the podcast and I keep talking about Notion, it's because of Kay. Kay, me, Kay got me on Notion. Now I can't get off of it. I, I love doing everything on there. And I still don't know how to use a lot of features, so I still need your help. But it's so great. I love this platform. Like, what is it even like? How would you even describe that platform? Oh, my goodness. It's like a, a catch-all. Um, literally, I, I do everything on there. I have... My goals, as Anita mentioned, I'm super OCD. Um, So my goals are broken down into like steps of how to achieve them. That's on there. The way I want to decorate my house is on there. My vision board's on there. All my work is on there. Canned emails that I send to like my cast and my clients and stuff. I literally, it's a, it's a catch-all. I think it started as a student, like kind of thing where they can upload all their documents for school and take notes. But I love Notion. I'm obsessed. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. So that was the other thing I wanted to talk to you about because obviously Kay blew up, guys. I was like so excited. I was literally raving about her every single second of the day. And we talk a lot about seasons and time of serving. So I wanted to point this out in the part of the process because I would be so happy to have your beautiful face, uh, you know, on our team calls every single Monday. But I think it was just one of those things that where I was like, oh, okay. Now I'm in the position where I was in 
that I was in, very similar to what you were talking about with the manager being like, oh, you know, you need to stay, you need to stay, you know? And I think it's like, it's very beautiful and full circle to see that on the opposite end because it's like, yes, it's super, you know, just like not operating from that lower frequency, you know, not operating out of fear, not operating out of guilt. Well, I feel bad or I feel shame and all this kind of stuff. And when you start to release people and like see that they're, they're going places, a lot of times people operate out of fear and they try to hold on to them. But the best thing that you can do is just let them go. And it's just like, just watch everything just soar. And, you know, like my manager, like I felt the same way as like, you know, I was only staying because I felt bad. Oh no, how are they going to replace me? You know, all of these different things. And is it hard? Yeah, but you know, it's going to get like sorted out either way. And I think a lot of times um, it's just more important to remember the process of how that works. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, I think we all have seasons of where we're being called to do other things. And I I'm so appreciative of my season with you because I learned a lot, even just in my business and how to run the back end of my business um, after, you know, helping you. So I'm very grateful for that, that season in my life too. Oh, yay. Okay. So last things I wanted to talk about is you also have been, I guess, can't remember what you there was something big (laughs) yeah I don't know if you you can't announce it on here can you so um I can't say what or who but along with that you know once I broke through that belief that makeup isn't consistent right so I booked this 20-day job and then I got a three-week break and then I have another 20 days coming up and then I have another three-week break and then I have another 20 days coming up And then I have a really, really big thing coming up that's going to employ me for seven months next year and all around the country. So I'm super excited about that. And it's like, this work can be consistent, right? I'm very fortunate that I have the experience and the community that I do and that makeup artists still call on me. But even this opportunity where I'm... I'm going to be employed for seven months. I'm assisting, you know, so I, I definitely still assist and I'm so grateful for the opportunity, but I'm really excited about that. That'll definitely be uh, the biggest thing I've done today. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask you because you were talking about how there's still fear. Let's talk about that. What's, what's the new fear that's coming up for you after everything has manifested? Oh my goodness. So I was, you know, oh, I can't get consistent work. I can't get consistent, consistent work. Now I'm getting consistent work and I'm going to be traveling just like I wanted to. And just like in my vision board and what I write down when I'm like manifesting and setting my goals. And now I'm like, oh, okay. Like now, now I have what I want. Now I got to figure out like my home life. Like what about my partner, you know, and we live together. So I have to have this conversation with him now and I have a dog and I moved to Florida to be closer to my mother. And now I have to have this conversation with her. So there are a lot of other fears that have nothing to do with what the, oh my God, I'm not consistent and I'm not going to make enough money or I'm going to be a starving artist. Well, now that I'm consistent, now I need to have a different conversation because 
not a lot of people get it if you're you don't work in film but these 20 days it's six days off one day on or I'm six days on one day off and they're 12 hour days plus an hour drive each way so you're going into 16 hours you don't really see your partner you don't really see your family and I know that's hard on a lot of people and not everybody might be there but uh if this is what you want you know you have to have that conversation with people in your life yeah and it's just like beautiful pointing out like that there's still fears guys they don't just go away just because you hit your goals like that's why I always try to tell people like the process is always going to be the same process over and over and over again, new shifts, new releasing, new goals. And it's always going to be about coming back to that same place, clarity, releasing and mass affection. So last but not least, there is something that you've been working on specifically for makeup artists who want to get into film. Tell us a little bit more about that. So um, this is something I'm still working on. I'm super excited. The number one question I get from people when I tell them that I work in film and television is, well, how do I do that? You know, and I speak to makeup artists who work in salons and makeup artists who work brides and people who do print advertising and magazines and they have all these, they do all these amazing things, but there's not a whole lot of information on how to get in to film specifically. And then getting into the union is a whole nother puzzle um, left to solve. So I'm creating kind of a guide for makeup artists. I think it'll be maybe about like a week long on how to get into, how to set yourself up to get into the film industry. Mm. Oh, I love it. Step-by-step process. That's like literally the, the, the biggest blessing that you could give someone is just give them the step-by-step process. And, it, and then it's also, you get to see the people who are like, you know, obviously we get questions like that all the time. Well, how do I do this? And how do I get that? And it's like, one, if you're saying it a lot, I always tell people to start a podcast because that's why I started mine is because everybody was like asking me the same questions over and over again. And then also just putting it all in one place. Like I, I so much stand behind every single person having some sort of material that they can teach and tell other people about because we're all an expert in something that somebody else isn't. And that's, that was the purpose of the mastermind is to be like, okay, you're an expert in Tim or, or Tim <laughs> to television and commercial and film, but this person is an expert in bridal and this person is an expert in this. And so it's really important for you guys to connect with each other and ask each other those questions because you're not supposed to know it all. You're not. <laughs> and that's like the biggest thing I want to like tell people. <laughs> Yeah. And there, you know, there's this beautiful saying, um, when you teach something, you learn it twice. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I, you also see the way people do take the information that you gave them and run with it in their way. And then, like I said, I'm the type of person who's never going to stop learning. I love to learn from other people. So I, I'm really excited about this and I'm excited to get more makeup artists in the film industry because there is so much work right now. It's insane how much work there is. Yeah, because everything's been backed up forever. Yeah, absolutely. And they're pushing content like Netflix and Hulu have opened the floodgates and they are filming everywhere. Oh, oh okay. Cool. This is so fun to hear about. 
Okay, cool. So where, is, where can everybody find you, your social media? So you can find me on Instagram at KD Artistry or on Facebook. I'm just Kate Silva on Facebook. Those are platforms I'm most active on. Okay, last but not least. I keep saying that, but I've asked like a million last questions. Okay, this is the real last question. And this is, again, something that I ask on every single episode that I've actually been slacking on. So I'll come back to it. And the question is, if you had an extra $1 million in your bank account, it's 6.28 PM, you're still in Miami, you're still, you still have, you know, a couple more weeks until your film. What would you do right now? Oh, this is great. Cause I'm working on this. I, uh, the first thing I would do is buy a house. Very first thing I would do. And then I would invest more money into getting this course up and running for. Yay. See, and we don't need a million dollars to do that. So it's already manifesting guys. The money doesn't change anything. Woo! I'm excited. Oh, I love it, girl. You are so worthy of everything that has manifested for you. And thank you for setting the example. Thank you. Thank you so much for having having me. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for the opportunity. It's been amazing. I'm so glad to have you in my circle. All righty, guys. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the Makeup Mentor Podcast. If this episode resonated with you, if it helped educate you, or it just changed your perspective in any way, shape, or form, please stop what you're doing right now. Take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at the Makeup Mentor Podcast, and you will be rewarded with a free journal prompt just for sharing. Or you can head over to my website and learn about working with me one-on-one, breaking down those money blocks, taking your business to the next level, and possibly even being a guest on the show. Thank you guys again so much for listening to this episode and we will see you next week.